Podcasting straight from North Carolina is Dr. Jennifer Eichner-Lowry sharing her author journey with you. Jen Lowry writes is a place where amazing things happen for authors and readers together. The Holy Spirit is the ultimate podcast host. Jen is just the bird singing the song. She is a published author, educator, homeschool mama, life coach, and dreamer. Join her on the daily journey of discovering what this writing life is all about. Let's see what she will be led by the Holy Spirit to talk about today. Here's Jen. Thanks for supporting my Jen Lowry Writes podcast. My purpose is to inspire and encourage others to chase after their writing goals with faith and courage. By hitting the support this podcast button and with your monthly contribution of 99 cents, $4.99 or $9.99, you are helping me chase after mine. Welcome to my official author podcast. My name is Dr. Jennifer Lowry, and today I want to talk with you guys about colors and color wheels, emotions, and how you can utilize those types of resources when you're in your editing process. Now, I'm not saying you can't do it before, because you could definitely take care of this in the research phase, because then you could become more mindful of where you are in the writing process and how you're developing your characters. So, a part of the monarch method is that I move to a lot of color in my life to be able to describe things. I'm a very visual learner. So, I like looking up images and I like, you know, watching videos and, and doing all of that. But I also like to think of my characters in color and my scenes in color. And I shared with the WWJs who attended the Monarch Method Conference all day on Saturday, my behind-the-scenes look of my jam boards and how they are color-coded when I go through the editing process. It is a, it's something that I do to make sure that I not only have hit all of the major plot points that need to push that plot forward, but also that I have rises and falls in intensity. And I'll say, you know, this is the part where the heart can race. This is the part where the heart calms down. And then I do the positive and negative switches. And so color is a part of my system. I also look at color wheel emotion charts because that helps to remind me that my characters need to have a myriad of color not only throughout you know, the book, but maybe even within a scene. And so if the scene starts out where my character is intrigued about something, so she could feel intrigued, she's got her interest peaked. Throughout the scene, she could either then become confused or frustrated or enlightened or have a revelation about something and then feel excited or have an expectancy feeling and so when I look at these color charts it kind of reminds me you know the tone the feeling the emotion that's what I'm going for because that resonates with me 
as a reader and it also creates a character that is more authentic. I mean, how many of us in a day, like for example, right now, <laughs> I'm tired, <laughs> yet I'm happy that, you know, I'm able to go to work this morning and I'm happy that we are closing out the year. I do have a little worry kind of nugging at me about grades because we're doing grades differently again and so I have to figure out the grade even though you know they'll give me like step by step on what to do into power school but you know like so you've got that something new um will you know how will my students do so I'm curious to know will my students exhibit you know those test taking strategies that I've taught them of how to eliminate, but more importantly, today when my students are taking their exam, how much have they grown over the course of the semester, you know, in my English class. And so, you know, I want the best for every one of them because I know they're super smart. Yet, it also frustrates me at the same time because I know that these tests, they're just numbers, right? Tests are just one snapshot of one day of what a child can do. So then I go back to my notes on each student and I start with the positive affirmations about each student and about their positive mindset and their work ethic and their ability to ask questions. And so see, that's right now what's going through my head when I start to think about my day. If I'm going to write a character, I'm not saying I want, you know, her or him to be all over the place. No, I don't want that. But I would prefer to have a realistic snapshot of maybe human behavior <laughs> and what can go through someone's mind or what actions might they exhibit. And so the color charts, the tone word charts, whatever, you know, you could go through those. The emotional charts, they can help you get in touch with your character and reveal the different types of emotions that they may feel when they're having a certain experience. And it could just come, you don't have to tell it all. You could just know it and make sure that in some way, in dialogue or in action, you know, the way, you know, he chews on his nails or the way he, you know, whatever it is, lets the reader have an inside look of the emotional range of your characters. And so I would love it if you guys would just take five minutes to go to Google and to type in color emotion charts, tone word charts. Now, someone has recommended to me that I buy the emotion. It's, I cannot even tell you the title, but there's a book. You probably can Google this too and you'll find it but it's an emotional thesaurus. And so it is just a list, tons and tons. So I don't know if they have that on ebook, paperback, audio. I don't, I don't know, haven't looked in a while, but I'm good with just my old Google search because I can find the list that I need online. This has been researched in marketing with color. Um, 
so it's not just for authors it's not just like an emotional thesaurus that you can find this is taught in public schools so um i know i use it in my teaching so i want to encourage you to spend some time with that even if it's just five minutes checking it out and then you've got another thing in your toolbox oh no a bus is broken down and it's testing day Oh no, the mechanic is there. So, just another tool in your toolbox, guys, that you can have that can help you when you are working your, you know, your characters, when you're working your plot development, or when you're editing. And so, when I was talking to the WWJs that came to the conference on Saturday, I was like, guys, you know, I sit in front of the screen and I write and write and write and I don't second guess anything and I just get it out. I get a chapter a day. When I sit in front of that screen and I have that pocket of time, that chapter's coming out. I just, I feel like I can't leave that screen until I get that done. So I have sustained writing time and then I get the chapter done. I don't then go back in and read it and edit it and mess around with it. No, I do all of that when I can holistically look at the book and then I can pull up my Jamboard again. I can chart it. I can color code it. I can do all of those things within the scenes that I need to make sure. So when I'm doing a first draft, I'm building the foundation work. When I'm going through my rounds of edits, that's when I decorate my house. So it's like, okay, now I've got this house on the market and this house is for sale. I go back inside and say, ooh, I see the potential in this house. The walls could be blank, right? You're going into a house that's just been built at, from a construction site from a new part of a subdivision. The walls are blank. The garden is not there, but you see it in your mind. You just see an empty lot when you're walking on it, but in your mind's eye, you see the garden that you want to plant. That's what happens to me when I get into my editing phase. That's when I can add up to 10,000 more words to a manuscript. And so I don't want to make you feel overwhelmed when I, you know, talk with you about the Monarch Method and I say to you, well, a chapter a day, you know, gets that book done. Yeah, it does. The book will be done. You will have round one. <laughs> but then the fun decorating begins. And just think, you can buy anything you want. Now, when I go to Lowe's, which is one of my favorite stores, I went Friday night. I'm going to be honest. I love me some Lowe's, y'all. I could go to Lowe's Home Improvement, and I can't buy everything I want. When I sit in front of that computer screen to decorate my house and to fix up my house, I can buy whatever I want. When I walk through that flower uh, shop, when I go through the garden center at Lowe's, oh my goodness, the blueberry bushes I want. I can't get them right now. One day I may be able to. But you know what? When I'm sitting there looking at my garden, in my manuscript. It's free, baby. It's free. I can do whatever I want. And I can play. And I can play 
and then I can relax and see it and read it straight through and go, wow, look at all that. Look at all that. And so the color wheel, the tone word list, those emotional responses, you know, are what I love, what pulls me into story. So as an author, I do consider it as a separate tool in my editing because I want to make sure that I'm hitting the things that I love as a reader and that maybe because of that extra care, someone else might feel that emotional pull too. And they may not be able to identify it. Oh, this is the part where, this is the part where they're reading for enjoyment, right? They're not reading to analyze it unless they're in the research mode and they're using my books for research mode. <laughs> they're reading it for enjoyment. But a part of that is the emotional roller coaster that books can lead you on. Or, man, this looks like this could have been me. This could have been my best friend. This could have been someone in my neighborhood. This could have been someone at my church. This could, you know, because they're as real as it gets. So play around with that five minutes today. Just see what I'm talking about. All right, guys. If you want a video on this again, I did make one in the past. But if you want another one, you just let me know. Um, you can go to my YouTube, Jen Lowry Writes Everyday Mom Challenge. And um, I've got so many videos. If you get lost within all of it, um, just let me know. And I can make an updated one because I've been doing this, you know, with more experience. And it's a part of the Monarch Method, and I can share it again with you guys. So just email me, jenlowrywrites at gmail.com, if this is something that you're interested in and you would like me to have more um, teaching on. So, Well, all right, guys. I hope that you have a blessed day and a blessed week, and I will talk with y'all later. Now that you found me on the Jen Lowry Writes podcast, I challenge you to head over to where books are sold and find me there. I've published 11 books so far, and I write clean books for all ages. Horror, paranormal, sweet romance, fantasy, historical fiction, you name it, I've got your genre. Search Jen Lowry at Barnes & Noble, Amazon, Kobo, and more. And for my Bible devotionals, you'll see my full name, Dr. Jennifer Eichner Lowry on Amazon. So I challenge you today to go out there and write something inspiring and share it with the world. Thanks for joining me on Jen Lowry Writes. You guys have a blessed day.